Hey guys, welcome back to Faith Fuels My Fire, the podcast. I'm your host, Lorena Camille. This episode is a Bible study on chapter 16 of the book of Acts. If you haven't checked out my previous Bible studies, I do have my Bible studies and the study guides included on my Facebook group. It's called Faith Fuels My Fire, just like the name of this podcast. And I'll have the link in the show notes of this episode, but you can also just go on Facebook and type in the search bar, Faith Fuels My Fire, and request to be added in the group. Once you're added in the group, you'll see a tab that says Guides. Click on that tab and you'll see all of my previous Bible studies and the study guides included. Before we get into this episode, I did want to say a quick prayer, so if you would please just close your eyes and pray with me. Lord, I pray that you lift up every single person listening to this right now. I pray that you open up our eyes to see the truth of your words and that you help us discern the truth and live by that truth. Please give us knowledge and understanding to know exactly what it is that we're reading and the wisdom to implement it in our daily lives and to make an impact in other people's lives. Lord, please lead, guide, and direct us through every aspect of our lives. And Lord, I pray that you reveal the fruit of the Spirit in our hearts and you help us to portray the fruit of the Spirit to others. I love you with my whole heart. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, so without further ado, let's get into this Bible study. So I'm just going to start reading at verse 1. He came to Derbe and then Lystra, where a disciple named Timothy lived, whose mother was a Jewess and a believer but whose father was a Greek. The brothers at Lystra and Iconium spoke well of him. Paul wanted to take him along on the journey, so he circumcised him because of the Jews who lived in the area, for they all knew that his father was a Greek. As they traveled from town to town, they delivered the decisions reached by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem for the people to obey. So the churches were strengthened in the faith and grew daily in numbers. Paul and his companions traveled throughout the region of Pergia and Galatia, having been kept by the Holy Spirit from preaching the word in the province of Asia. When they came to the border of Mysia, they tried to enter Bethania, but the Spirit of Jesus would not allow them to. So they passed by Mysia and went to Troas. During the night, Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia standing and begging him, Come over to Macedonia and help us. After Paul had seen the vision, we got ready at once to leave for Macedonia, concluding that God had called us to preach the gospel to them. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So we see that Paul went to Lystra and a disciple named Timothy lived there, and Paul circumcised him because he wanted to take him on the journey with them, but all the Jews knew that his father was a Greek. So they traveled from town to town and delivered the decisions that were reached by the apostles and elders in Jerusalem for these people to obey. In verses 6 through 10, Paul and his companions had been kept from preaching the word in the province of Asia. Whenever we are led by the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit guides us and shows us truth. And we just have to listen to what the Holy Spirit is telling us and we will not be led astray. And sometimes we may be sent to places that we never would have imagined that we would be. And then there are also times where the Holy Spirit has a different direction and a different plan for us. And the places that we wanted to go, we shouldn't go to. So it's so important for us to let the Holy Spirit guide us and show us truth. And make sure we're staying on the path that God has planned for us. In verses 9-10, through we see that Paul had a vision of a man of Macedonia begging him to come and help them. And so they got ready to leave for Macedonia. And it seems here in verse 10 that Luke had went with them to Macedonia. Luke is the one that wrote the book of Acts. 
and we see in verse 10 that he says we got ready to leave once for Macedonia, but before that he talks about they. So it seems here that Luke had went to Macedonia with them. Now I'm going to continue reading at verse 11. From Troas we put out to sea and sailed straight for Samothrace, and the next day on to Neapolis. From there we traveled to Philippi, a Roman colony, and the leading city of that district of Macedonia, and we stayed there several days. On the Sabbath, we went outside the city gate to the river, where we expected to find a place of prayer. We sat down and began to speak to the women who had gathered there. One of those listening was a woman from Lydia, a dealer in purple cloth from the city of Thyatira, who was a worshiper of God. The Lord opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. When she and the members of her household were baptized, she invited us to her home. If you consider me a believer in the Lord, she said, come and stay at my house. And she persuaded us. All right, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 13 through 15, they went outside the city gate to the river on the Sabbath to try and find a place to pray. And there were women gathered there at this river, and they began to speak to them. In verse 14, we see that there was a woman from Lydia, and she was a worshiper of God. And the Lord had opened her heart to respond to Paul's message. So in verse 15, after her and the members of her household were baptized, she invited Paul and his companions to stay at her home. And she told them that if they consider her a believer in the Lord, to come and stay at her house. And so they came and stayed at her house. And it doesn't say exactly why she wanted them to say, but it seems here that her heart was opened and she received the message that Paul was saying here. And her and her household got baptized and she was full of the Holy Spirit and wanted to show hospitality and how grateful she was for the message and for her and her family getting baptized. And so she wanted them to come stay with her. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 16. Once when we were going to a place of prayer, we were met by a slave girl who had a spirit by which she predicted the future. She earned a great deal of money for her owners by fortune telling. This girl followed Paul and the rest of us shouting, These men are servants of the Most High God, who are telling you the way to be saved. She kept this up for many days. Finally, Paul became so troubled that he turned around and said to the spirit, In the name of Jesus Christ, I command you to come out of her. At that moment, the spirit left her. When the owners of the slave girl realized that their hopes of making money was gone, they seized Paul and Silas and dragged them into the marketplace to face the authorities. They brought them before the magistrates and said, These men are Jews and are throwing our city into an uproar by advocating customs unlawful for us Romans to accept or practice. Alright, so I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So we see in verses 16 through 18 that as Paul and his companions were going to a place of prayer, they met a slave girl and she had a spirit in her by which predicted the future. And she followed them for days and shouted that they were servants of the Most High God. So finally, Paul turned around to the spirit and told it to come out in the name of Jesus Christ. And in that moment, the spirit left her. And then in verses 19 through 21, the owners of the slave girl seized Paul and Silas when they realized that they weren't able to make money from her. And they dragged them to the marketplace to face the authorities. And they told the magistrates that Paul and Silas were Jews that were supporting customs that were unlawful to the Romans. 
these owners of this slave girl were not worried about what Paul and Silas were doing. They were just so angry that they were no longer able to make money because Paul had driven the spirit out of the girl. So they wanted to seize them. And I'm going to continue reading at verse 22. The crowd joined in the attack against Paul and Silas, and the magistrates ordered them to be stripped and beaten. After they had been severely flogged, they were thrown into prison, and the jailer was commanded to guard them carefully. Upon receiving such orders, he put them in the inner cell and fastened their feet in the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was such a violent earthquake that the foundations of the prison were shaken. At once, all the prison doors flew open, and everybody's chains came loose. The jailer woke up, and when he saw the prison doors open, he drew his sword and was about to kill himself because he thought the prisoners had escaped. But Paul shouted, Don't harm yourself. We are all here. The jailer called for lights, rushed in, and fell trembling before Paul and Silas. He then brought them out and asked, Sirs, what must I do to be saved? They replied, Believe in the Lord Jesus, and you will be saved, you and your household. Then they spoke the word of the Lord to him and all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his family were baptized. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole family. All right, I'm going to stop right there and discuss these verses with you guys here. So in verses 22 through 23, we see that the crowd had joined in on the attack against Paul and Silas and the magistrates ordered for them to be beaten. And after they had been severely flogged or beat with whips and lashes, they were thrown into prison to be guarded carefully. And in verse 24, it says that they were put in the inner cell and their feet were fastened in their stocks. So the jailer thought that that would keep them in their cell and they would be guarded. But we see in verses 25 through 26 that at midnight they were praying and singing hymns to God. And there was this violent earthquake that shook the foundation of the prison and all the doors flew open and everybody's chains came loose. And this just shows the power of God. And whenever we are praising him and worshiping and singing to him, the power of the Holy Spirit is throughout the whole place that we're at. And these other prisoners were listening to their songs and hymns and them worshiping God. And verses 27 through 28, we see that the jailer had woke up and he drew his sword because he thought the prisoners had escaped and he was going to kill himself. Because he knew that if he had let the prisoners escape, he would be put to death anyway. So he was just going to go ahead and kill himself. And Paul shouted for him not to harm himself and let him know that they were all there. Even though the chains had been broken from all the prisoners, the prisoners were still there. They hadn't escaped. This didn't happen for Paul and Silas to be able to escape. It happened to show the power of God. And just like we see in the verses after these verses that the jailer and his whole family believed. And this led that to happen. If the earthquake didn't happen and their chains didn't become loose, then the jailer and his family may have never came to believe in God. And then we see in verses 29 through 30 that... The jailer rushed in and fell before Paul and Silas and asked what he must do to be saved. 
And then we see in verses 31 through 34 that Paul and Silas told the jailer to believe in the Lord Jesus and he and his household would be saved. And so Paul and Silas spoke the word of the Lord to them and all the others in his house. And the jailer washed their wounds and him and all his family were baptized. And he brought Paul and Silas into his house and fed them a meal. And he was filled with joy because he believed in God. Him and his whole family believed in God. And this just goes to show that nothing can stop the gospel from being spread. And God is more powerful than any evil thing that tries to keep the gospel away. And this earthquake happened so that the jailer and his family could be saved and the others in prison would believe. We can pray and worship and spread the gospel anywhere and whoever needs to hear it will and they will believe. And there's nothing that can stop the gospel from being spread. And there's nothing that can stop people from hearing the message of Jesus Christ and being saved that are meant to hear it and believe. So I'm going to continue reading at verse 35. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with the order, release those men. The jailer told Paul, the magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave, go in peace. But Paul said to the officers, they beat us publicly without a trial, even though we are Roman citizens and threw us into prison. And now do they want to get rid of us quietly? No, let them come themselves and escort us out. The officers reported this to the magistrates, and when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens, they were alarmed. They came to appease them and escorted them from the prison, requesting them to leave the city. After Paul and Silas came out of the prison, they went to Lydia's house, where they met with the brothers and encouraged them. Then they left. Alright, so those are all the verses of chapter 16 of the book of Acts, but I'm going to discuss these verses with you guys here. In verses 35 through 36, we see that the magistrates sent officers to the jailer to order that Paul and Silas be released when it was daylight. But Paul said for the magistrates to come and escort them out. And that even though they were Roman citizens, they beat them publicly without a trial. And they threw them into prison. And now they just want to get rid of them quietly. And we see in verses 38 through 39 that the magistrates were alarmed when they heard that Paul and Silas were Roman citizens. They didn't know that they were Roman citizens and they were so surprised and shocked at this. And so they came and escorted them from prison and they asked that they leave the city. And in verse 40, Paul and Silas went to Lydia's house and we see from verses 14 through 16 that she was the lady that worshipped God and her and her family were baptized and she invited them to come stay at her house. So in verse 40, they went to her house and they met with the brothers and they encouraged them and then they left the city. So that concludes this Bible study on chapter 16 of the book of Acts. Next week, we're going to go into chapter 17, so make sure you stay tuned for that. And yeah, I love you guys so much. I'll see you guys next time. Bye, guys!